0: Camden Town Holborn Regent's Park West Hampstead Gospel Oak, Swiss Cottage Kentish Town Bloomsbury Highgate St Pancras Covent Garden King's Cross Town, Fortune Green Camden Community Radio Have you ever thought about needing to go into a care home? Is the thought of going into a care home one of those things you just don't think about? because it's very hard to think about well help is at hand anna wright of healthwatch camden talked with camden community radio about how they worked with independent age a national charity to look at the quality of care in local homes the collaboration between healthwatch camden and independent age has been so successful that Independent Age is writing to all MPs in England to suggest that they get their local health watches to do similar inspections of local homes. Healthwatch Camden produced reports on each of Camden's seven care homes based on the indicators that they developed. They're easy to read with the traffic light system of indicators to tell you how well each one meets the needs of local residents.
1: Healthwatch Camden's here to make sure that local people have a say in everything about the health and social care services that they're using. So we're a tiny team, and what was really exciting about this project with Independent Age was that it showed what you can do when you test something out locally, do something really well locally here in Camden, and then, through a partnership with a national organisation, make it go national. So we did the work with our seven residential care homes that are located here in Camden. The project started because I heard, by coincidence actually, that Independent Age, who are a national older people's charity, were working on developing some new and slightly more useful indicators of quality in residential care homes. And we here in Camden were planning on visiting our residential care homes to check out how good they were. For local people here. Each of the care homes is run by either an independent organisation or some of them are run by the same organisation that run more than one. The places for Camden's residents are paid for by the council. The way in which residential care is paid is complicated. And in each home you may find a, a combination of people who are paid for in slightly different ways. I think the care should run well for everybody regardless of how they're being paid for or what they're paying. It's true that for an ordinary person you may not be able to have a full choice of every different care home because there are different prices. When you're finding a care home for yourself or for your mum or somebody that you love, you don't really mind whether... The staff ratio is X, Y, Z or matching national standards. A lot of these things don't really mean much to you. What you want to know is that mum's going to be comfortable, well looked after and happy. It's the little things that matter. And that's really what we were trying to get at because there are organisations, the main one is called the Care Quality Commission, who have the job of making sure that care homes are safe and are good. But the way they test that out is, um, as I say, not quite the same way that we wanted to. So we wanted to go in and be asking those questions. Would I really be happy here? Would Mum be? And we wanted to do that from the perspective of local people who really might be making that choice. So we had teams of local volunteers who were people who either had looked for a care home for somebody, or thought that they might be going to do that, or were interested, were older people who were actually interested for themselves. And by allowing those people to go in and chat with staff, uh, chat with residents, um, chat with some of the families of residents, and ask the particular questions that we designed, and this was where the partnership with Independent Age came in, particular questions that matched these new sort of ways of testing, um, we got a very different perspective. And it also allowed us to do reports on each home that were designed to be helpful to local people here in Camden who are having to make that choice.
0: Now I've seen the reports and they're very clear and they don't put their punches, do they? So how did the homes respond to you doing this? Did they mind? Were they frightened?
1: They were fairly welcoming. I think every organisation that's providing health or social care is a little bit nervous about being scrutinised. So we had to develop that relationship in a way that encouraged them to understand that we were there to support and help them to improve. We weren't there to catch them out. Having said that, it was a fairly rigorous check that we were doing. As you say, the reports don't pull any punches. I think a couple of the homes were a bit nervous about us coming to visit, but to be honest, they had to put up with it because Health Watch Camden has a legal right to go and enter and view a care home. We've had a very positive response, which has been great. Uh, we had a couple that said it had been extremely useful to help them identify things that they hadn't been quite so aware of or to have a different kind of view on that, which made it clearer to them. Uh, they've promised that they will make some of the changes that we suggested Um, a couple of them came back and said well actually that's what you saw on that day but let us tell you our side of the story which was also absolutely fine but the main thing is it made them think about it and we then tested out our reports, and I'm glad you've read them and found them clear. We tested those out with local people to say, is this the sort of thing that can be useful to you? And we got a very, very good response. People who had had to choose a home had said they wished they'd had reports like that at the time they'd had to make that choice, because it would have been really helpful. So if people want to look at the reports, you can find those on the Health Watch Camden website. We found that where there's a manager who's... They're on the spot who's open and responsive and who the staff know that they have a good relationship with and can get support from, and who the families and the residents know. It really establishes a positive culture. And a lot of the things that we were looking at are, does this feel like a nice place to be? And a really good manager can create that even if they are struggling with issues around, you know, everyone always wishes there were more resources and more money to do things better. But if you've got a really good manager with a positive culture, that really helps. And linking to that, a crucial thing that we wanted to find out about is how open the home is to suggestions from residents and from their, their families about things that aren't going so well or could be improved. Because where you've got that open dialogue and that that welcoming attitude we want to hear what you think we take that seriously again it contributes to a more confident and a happy culture in the home we found a little bit that our volunteers didn't necessarily get answers that were very meaningful on the issue about the number of staff and we did decide that if we did it again we would probably just say other enough people to come and help you in the ways that you need for example Lots of the homes, all of the homes, offer a very good program of activities and entertainment. That's really important. Are the residents have the residents got things to do, that are the the types of things they want to do? But what can happen is there can be a really good program, but there isn't enough support to make sure that a resident who's feeling not very cooperative or maybe, you know, a bit tired that day, is really encouraged to come from their room and take part. It's sometimes easier to say, "Oh, you know, Mrs. Jones says she won't come, so, so we won't bother making her come. And that says a lot about whether the staff have got the time and the attention to go that extra mile to really encourage people to participate. So I think those sort of things you can find out when you're local people going to chat. It's harder to understand that when you're just saying, officially how many staff are there.
0: I noticed one of the um, things that you picked up was that at one home although they were having meetings with family and residents, they didn't follow up.
1: Absolutely. This was a key alarm bell for us. And you'll have seen in our reports we actually used a sort of traffic light red to amber to green on each of our different questions, our different criteria that we were checking up on. This got a very worried orange or red. Because where you're having meetings and asking residents or relatives to give you their input, but then doing nothing about it, that's a real sign that there isn't a responsive culture. It indicates really not not very good management and a home that's not willing to look at itself and always be trying to improve. So we took that very seriously and we actually fed that back to the particular home and we actually also uh, fed that back to the council and the commissioners.
0: I've always noticed in Camden that the, um, there's a very big voluntary sector and people are often very committed and very knowledgeable. Uh, but when regulations get introduced with a very heavy hand, that sometimes people get frightened and the innovation goes out of what they're doing. So it's quite difficult, isn't it, to keep that sort of commitment that people have and not uh, get overwhelmed by the officialdom of
1: things. That's absolutely right, and I think we do need to remember that care homes are... Trying to do a good job. They don't they want their residents to be well cared for and have a good time. There was no home that we went to visit in Camden where we got any sense that there were awful things going on. And there have, of course, nationally been some terrible stories of very bad care and neglect in care homes. That's not the case in any of the care homes in Camden, I'm pleased to say. So They are under a huge amount of pressure. There are great challenges for them in terms of staffing, in terms of resources, and they are trying to do the best they can. So getting that balance of encouraging them to be open to scrutiny, to be trying to improve, while not always feeling as if they're having to defend themselves and be on the back foot is very difficult. And we did try, in the way we approach this work, to be constructive. The indicators that we are now using... Cover how comfortable and happy your person is going to be. So that's: is there a good culture of management? Are there enough staff? Are the staff well supported? so that morale is high, and they also feel they can raise issues with the management. We ask about food and mealtimes, not just whether the food's good and varied, but also what's the culture at mealtimes. Are people able to eat when they want? Are people able to eat together so that it's a social occasion? Or also eat in the way that they want to? And is provision made for different people's food choices? We put a lot of emphasis, as we've talked about before, on what the culture is around feedback and the voice of the residents and their families. So we checked out a lot on things like, is there, are there feedback mechanisms? Are families invited to meetings? Um, what are those channels and are they responsive? Another thing we wanted to look at was whether there was a system for making sure that residents can see other types of health professionals. If they need a doctor, That's going to happen in a care home. They're very well geared up for that. But what about a chiropodist or an optician? Um, Are there regular visits? Are there easy ways to make sure that those things are taken care of? So we were also asking about that. So our eight indicators, and I haven't summarised all eight of them, are looking at slightly different things that are more the sort of things that we think a local person really wants to know. Activity is very important. And as I've said before, not just whether they're in theory available, but how much active encouragement and support there is to make sure that you can take part. And also, are they the right sort of things? Are they the sorts of things that people really want to do? Or are they just a set menu of things that the the staff might think people want to do? Uh, And the other thing is the links to the local community. It's important for people in a care home not to be isolated. And so efforts that are made to go out on trips, but also encourage other organisations and the local primary school, for example, to come in. Those are things we also ask about.
0: One of your quality indicators is about accommodating the diversity of people, which of course in Camden the population is very diverse. Is that something that was easily done? Was there a good spread of staff who were from different backgrounds? Were people easy about
1: it or were they very po-faced or what's the story? This is fascinating because, yes, there is great diversity among the staff in the care homes. Actually, in terms of the residents in care homes, those residents don't reflect the diversity of Camden's population. And there are a number of reasons for this. For example, there are very few Bangladeshi older people who are in Camden's care homes, despite the fact there's a very large Bangladeshi community in Camden. And we talked about these reports and these indicators with a wide range of people across Camden, including some people from the Bangladeshi community. And one of those people said to us, the care home industry is not ready for Bangladeshi families, and Bangladeshi families aren't ready for care homes. And what this gentleman was telling us was that within the Bangladeshi community there is still a culture where you always look after your older relatives within the family and at home. And that is beginning to change a little bit. So there is now more and more of a need to make sure that care home provision can meet the needs of that community, which it hasn't been very good at doing in the past. And there are some interesting examples from other places in the country where um, communities have actually established care homes that have been particularly geared towards um, their own community so that people feel more comfortable there. I think there is going to have to be some movement in this area and some changes because each different community within Camden grows and changes and uh, its habits and lifestyle moves as time goes on. So certainly there are going to be some changes afoot, but I think we felt that in the care homes we visited there was absolutely an openness and a willingness to accommodating and trying to accommodate any of the particular wishes and needs of different residents.
0: So you did this piece of work, and then what's happened? Since then, I hear that it's been looked at by other people who are like this.
1: That's right. It's taking off nationally. This was where the partnership with Independent Age worked so well. So they work nationally, but they don't have the feet on the ground locally in the way that we do as Healthwatch Camden. And, of course, there are other Healthwatch in every single local authority across England. So we tested out their new indicators, their new way of checking and asking. And we found that it could do with improving. As I've just mentioned, we thought there might be different ways of checking out on whether there's enough staff. Um, So we suggested changes, and they made those changes. And now they are promoting their eight new quality indicators at the national level, working through all of their volunteers. And they've encouraged members of parliament right across the country to get in touch with their own local health watch and encourage visits replicating what we've done here in Camden. So it really is going going national, which is fabulous. We've got examples, for example, from Rotherham, where there are a very, very large number of care homes in Rotherham, where the local health watch there may be working with the local authority and the local MP. It's not all sorted out yet, but the conversations are starting to happen about replicating this there and using these same indicators. And what's also going to be good is... If in each area across the UK local people are using these same questions, we'll start to get some consistency in the feedback across a national picture, which will be really helpful because actually there isn't enough good comparable information about care homes across England. It is a gap. It's a gap for people.
0: So this is perhaps a way of of reassuring families and, and people who are preparing to go into care homes themselves. Because. Previously, it was quite difficult to know anything about care and how they
1: worked. It was, because all you can do is ask for the brochure from the care home. Well, you may be rather cynical about a glossy brochure. I certainly would. It's difficult to go and visit. Of course, you can ask to go and visit, but you're not really going to get a chance to talk to lots of people. You'll be shown round the communal spaces. You'll chat to the manager. might not give you really the full picture you want. Or, and this is important because it's very valuable, you can look at the Care Quality Commission reports. But those, again, may not tell you everything you want to know and may be doing it in a rather complicated way. So there's a gap there, which is what our work and these reports are trying to fill. What people can do, wherever you are now, and certainly in Camden, if you're interested in looking for a care home and you want to find more information about how to compare them, get in touch with your local health watch. If you're in Camden, you can look at the reports on our website. Get in touch with your local council which will provide you with information, and in the case of Camden, we'll also refer you to our reports, and get in touch with Independent Age, who are starting to gather information nationally, including from these types of visits, and they'll be able to give you some really helpful guidance as well. Independent Age. It's a national organisation that's focused on people's rights and wellbeing. It's a charity. It's a charity. So um, they have campaigners all across the country who will do work to support what they're doing, and those are the people who've written to all the MPs about this project. They are very, very good for providing advice and guidance to older people, particularly on staying independent. So, And that's why i think they have the name independent age so i don't think they're as well known as for example age uk who are probably the first big charity that would come to mind if you're thinking about charities for older people they do a slightly different thing and they do very valuable work
0: and the reports are published on health watch camden's website you can find out more about health watch camden by visiting its website which is healthwatchcamden.co. To find out more about Independent Age, try the website www.independentage.org. You are listening to a podcast from Camden Community Radio. www.ccradio.org